I'm Laura and welcome to a new year of Entrepreneurs Unplugged. If you're new to the podcast, we're about creating a platform which shares the journeys of local entrepreneurs who are at different stages of their business journey. We discuss the highs, lows and the things that they've learned along the way in the hope that it'll support and encourage entrepreneurs to kickstart their business idea. Our first guest of 2024 is Graham Scott from Loaded Dice. Welcome, Graham. Hello. Graham, let's start before your business. Tell us about your career before becoming an entrepreneur. Uh, well, um, the, I've done a few things in my life, but the, the, the biggest thing and the main thing I, I, I did was I was in the Air Force uh, for seven and a half years. Uh, joined up when I was 19. Uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's the, the kind of main thing I did. Okay. And what led you to launch in Loaded Dice? Uh, well, it's quite a quite a journey. Um, not really kind of one thing. It's more of sort of accumulation of things that that, that happened and the way it went. Um, so, actually, at the time I set up Loaded Dice, I was actually had another business that I was doing, um, which sold uh, plumbing supplies, <laughs> something completely different, uh, seals um, like little seal O rings and things that you put on your on your on your plugs or whatever you yeah, know for your for your bathroom. Yeah, you know. Um, so I did that and I made an okay amount of money, not a huge amount. Um, but then um, from that, I was kind of winding that down, and I actually managed to sell that business. I was quite proud of that. Um, but uh, towards the end of that, I I was getting a bit tired of uh o-rings and seals and things to be honest with you wasn't wasn't the most exciting thing and um i just rekindled my um my my love for for model making and and warhammer and stuff from when i was a when i was a kid so um there was a few things that i'd spotted in the market that i felt i could do a bit better uh so i approached a few of the suppliers and uh that sold that sort of thing and um and went from there really so yeah it's kind of a it was kind of a transitional thing um and yeah, but it was sort of born out of my love for the hobbies, and and then also just, spotting a, yeah. a kind of a need in the, in the market to do some some other stuff. So I was just going to say, was it was it a little bit of a hobby to start with? Yes. And then it developed onwards from there. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it was. Which obviously is is, is a great position to be in to do something that you you love um, as a business. Um, don't I don't get much time for it now. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's sort of the sort of the paradox of it now, but. Um, yeah, it's it's nice to do something you love, and uh, uh, it's good to it's nice to bring it to um, to well, like like we have in Barry, you know, bring yeah. it to a community um, and show and share that kind of love for for it, and um, hopefully get more people into it who who will get what out of it, you know, something something definitely. something great, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a lot. I I I see a lot more people these days. Mm into those hobbies as well now what did you learn from your first business that you used starting loaded dice ah um absolutely everything to be honest with you um the successes and the failures equally uh so i mean goodness me everything from sort of software web website design or layouts stuff like that to then um you know uh accounting stuff bookkeeping stuff you know literally everything so there's never been a moment really in anything i've done not just the previous business but anything i've done that's not that's not sort of taken from it and learned from it yeah. no matter what it was but yeah probably the main thing really just perseverance and um and just having the having the ability to weather the storms when you know when you don't have a very good month to sort of you know 
just just try not to get too defeated by that. I often say you know. running a business feels like you're riding a wave. Mm. Yeah. Because every day you could have something high in the sky that is a massive achievement yeah. and then within the next hour you receive some horrible or devastating news and yeah. you just got to keep on riding it because yeah, it. it will work out in the end. Okay, and like many other businesses, you started Loaded Dice online first. Why did you decide to open an online store first? I decided to open online first because it was my experience. So it was that was the easy route for me to just really test the market, test the ideas that I had. Um, let's say um, I I had planned to open a shop earlier than I had done um, in Barry as well uh, in 2020. But then there was that little thing called uh, global pandemic, which, which um, <laughs> meant that for me the risk was too high in the beginning. So you know where the, I didn't have um, as much. I don't, know, I don't have a huge amount now, but don't, don't have, didn't have as much capital to protect if there was like more more um, lockdowns and things like that. So um, I decided to to basically. I even viewed a couple of shops in Barry in 2020, but um, just decided not not to go down that route to start with. Um, develop the online, weather the storm as it were. See see how that went, and um, yeah. So did that through 2020, through 2021, and then 2022, and that was you know successful. But then that gave and then that gave me the everything I needed really. To, to do then the, the, the shop in Barry and develop the business even further. So, um, yeah, so to answer your question, yeah, I did online first because it was what something that I had experience in already from my previous business. But, Got here. but um, yeah, the plan was always to to branch out and be, be, be you know, shops and stuff. Be, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're speaking to you now during the busy Christmas period. As well as the shop, you've been busy with online orders. Yes. Many independent businesses struggle to build up a successful online website. Mm. How have you gone about that? And what are your tips for anyone trying to build a successful online platform? Yeah, it is difficult, actually. A lot of people see it as, um, oh, you just sort of like, you know, use a, use a template, launch a website, <laughs> and then it, all of a sudden you'll just get loads of orders and stuff. And unfortunately, um, it's so competitive. It's not it's not like that so it's not really actually isn't the easy thing that people think um so my tip is um learn i think the biggest thing really as as unfortunate as it is is to learn about online advertising okay you just you've got to advertise your products and you've got to set aside probably about five a five percent of your sales like you know your whatever sales you're expecting to make you probably got to allocate about five percent of that to just just paying for advertising um you just people nowadays you, you you know you won't you won't get far if you're just 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 um putting a website up and hoping it's gonna hoping people are gonna land on it um or even just posting you know posting on social media links to it yeah that helps but um really it's about the paid advertising now to get yourself really in front of the people that um the people yeah. that needs to because that's what that is what you're paying for you're paying for that, that target for your target audience yeah, yeah and that really is to be honest with you that's like the, the the largest thing that you can you can do really learn that and then um you know there are people you can pay to do it but obviously like startups and stuff and even even us now even being experienced in it we 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 we, we, we do pay someone just to do 
a little bit of tweaking on some of some yeah. of the ads, but it's only a very small aspect of what we do. Most of it's been what I've learned and then applied. So I would say just learn about that, you know, Google ads, Facebook ads, all those types of things, and uh, really push yourself out there. Well, there was... um, yeah, but be targeted about it. Um, if, if you're just throwing money at advertising and um, you're not sure if it's working or you're trying to re- reach too large of an audience, then then it won't work. You've really got to be quite targeted about it. So know your audience and 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 go for those people, and then and then you, hopefully then from then you can learn and hopefully then begin to get widen it up. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's learning a little bit about your, yeah. what you want out of your business, who you want to target. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, just think about you know if you who who buys your products, you know, and if you go from a shop, that's actually you're in a great position there, because what I've learned a lot since I've opened the shop that I've then applied back to the ads, you know, about about mm. who is the target market, who who are these people that come in the shop, and I've um, I've had my sort of uh, perspectives challenged, and then I've thought to myself, well, yeah, actually, this type of person. You know, maybe I'll try and reach that type of person with online advertising and, uh, you know, you, you go from there. So if you've got a shop and you, you're going online, actually you've got uh, an advantage and and you really must try and see these advantages where you can. Do you do um, do you do a lot of look, looking at your statistics as well, looking yeah. at what is coming out of those ads? Because that's another, I call it a story. It has, it has a tale to tell, doesn't it? Yes, and that's right, yeah. Another thing that needs to be really prioritized yeah so um that's, that is the benefit of doing the advertising a lot of times they will give you like advertising reports once you say run a campaign for 30 days and you paid the money and you you know you've said oh, i want to target these people this demographic or whatever um yeah it'll come back and it, you know might tell you you know say 60 percent of the people were male and you know or some eight or age group differences or whatever it'll give you what it can you know um and that then, yeah, it's useful because you can look at that and think, well, that that worked. Because and then maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe like for us, for example, our demographic, it is typically male, you know, model making and Warhammer and things like that. It is typically male, so we do have a larger proportion of of, of male when we do when we run a campaign that's male, like say, not targeted at male or female. We do see a huge, you know, male Different. dominance. So sometimes and sometimes you might just say, well, just target the men for the, for this one. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, it's quite scary, you know, the data that you can use to, to target people. Obviously, some people don't like that data being collected about them, but, no. um, but you know, that's that's the modern world we live in. Uh, but in order to carry out the marketing, the ads, yeah, that's side right. of things, yeah, that's, that's what they feed from. That's right. And that's the tools that you have as a business owner, which hopefully then helps you reach more people. So you built up things online. What led you to open your first shop? The shop is something that I've wanted to do because um, I just, you know, I wanted to get Loaded Dice brand out there, really, um, in front of people. And um, it's just something that's just, as a business, I don't think there's anything more rewarding, really, than, you know, actually being in a community, dealing with real, cu- not, not that online people aren't real, obviously, but, you know, real customers face-to-face. Um, and also then, yeah, that and the opportunities in that that affords us as a business to say, like, you know, do things like giving back to community and stuff like that, which is just... I mean, for me, is is like the ultimate reward, really. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so it was that side. Um, also, you know, from a business perspective, there are a lot of suppliers in our, um, you know, in our field um, that like you to have, or insist, in fact, on you having a shop retail space. You know, so uh, Games Workshop, Warhammer, they they are they're the one that springs to mind immediately. You can't 
sell them unless you've got a retail shop. Okay. So, so develop to develop into that that the shop was a necessity anyway. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, I knew that from the beginning. Uh, but we just weren't in a position to do that at the beginning. Is there anything you learned from trading online that you were able to move into the shop? Hmm. Yes, I mean, there was some things I knew already about, say, popularity of certain products. Okay. Yeah, so that was something that I definitely used when, when I was laying out the shop. I, there were some things I was like, well, these sell really well online, so, you know, put those at the front. <laughs> People love those. You know, that sort of thing was really helpful. But other than, um, that's the only thing that immediately comes to mind. But I've got to say, when we first, when we were opening the shop, you know, beginning of this year, it was, I was doing a lot of it blind. <laughs> I was loving it. I was sort of flying by the seat of my pants. Like, I don't, I don't really know how, what's going on here, how this works, but uh, where, where do I put this? What's this type of shelf? You know, all that stuff. So, so no, it was a completely different world. Like 90% of it, I was learning from scratch. A part of it, I think, though, is you've got to try and test it as well because yeah. you don't actually know. Oh, no. You've just started this business in Barry, mm. in Barry Town Centre, and you don't know who's going to walk in the door no, that's right. initially anyway. Yeah. So no, we, let, we let the customers kind of lead us, really. We, when I first opened, we had a lot of very different things and then a lot of th- you know, certain things people just weren't interested in, so we sort of put, uh, quietly put those downstairs and then you know move move things that people were liked you know into that position. Um, yeah, so so there, we probably moved the shop around about three or four times in the first like three or four months. To be honest with you, yeah, until we sort of settled into into it. Um, but yeah, it's all it was all learning. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, we we learn something every day. We got we have to. Yeah. I think that's the that's the way we go. And I guess having a shop means more staff to manage and more challenges. Yes. Tell us how you've built up a team around you to help you support, to help support you and the business. Yeah. So um, the team I've had around me. So when I was just online, I only had um, one other guy working for me. And he actually happened to be um, someone I worked with in my previous job in an engineering company that I worked in up to, uh, up to the time when I left, when I did my SEALs company so i knew him and he um he got made redundant during the pandemic so i I was uh i was able to employ him straight out of that which um which was actually a a point i was quite proud of to be able to do that uh but he helped so he helped me um and um that was when we were just online he's actually just left me uh to go to poland to do um disaster relief work yeah so so yeah really cool Uh, so i wish him all the best so but then and then when i opened the shop um uh my dad had recently uh left his other job retired sort of semi-retired so so my dad works my dad works for me yeah there is you know uh doing all my kind of uh, logistics and deliveries and stuff like that um and he does a lot of like the health and safety stuff and all that sort of thing so that's that's a great great thing to have um and then yeah when i opened the shop uh then i i had two local guys um uh, ben and gethin and they uh, both actually live in um Roos actually, both live in the Roos. So, um, uh, so yeah, then that was just uh, put. I put the put advertising out on you know online and um, didn't really say what the shop was going to be because I didn't want like like a lot of people just coming at it from oh I just want to work in a Warhammer shop, yeah, the, you know like to, to get the discount or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so they but they both really impressed me and um, yeah. So those so that was two. So then I was up to I was up to four. So yeah, and uh, and then since then we've just taken on another uh, guy, Declan, um, who 
is um, working with my dad doing the delivery stuff because because now we've got the shop, put out the whole of the shop back online, and now the online's even bigger than it was. So that's now you know picked up and picked up. So it's sort of yeah yeah. So now I got kind of a bit of a kind of front of house team, front of house couple of guys. Sort of, um, you know, the warehouse couple of guys, although it's not warehouses, just underneath the shop. I was going to ask that question. Yeah. So, where where does all this happen? All literally in Twenty Eight Holton Road, yeah, for the time being, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we had we had an office before in Panath when we were doing things, just um, mostly on Amazon. We were doing it before, uh, so we could we could receive it in the office, sort it all out, and send it straight out to the Amazon warehouses, and that way that was it. But now we've transitioned to doing um, sending direct to customers ourselves. But the beauty of the properties on Holton Road was they've got they've got the, the basements, and our and our landlord's very kind, and uh, he he sorted it all out and damp proofed it and everything. So we actually do everything from from the shop and underneath the shop. So you'll see a lot of deliveries going in and out. Uh, <laughs> um, postman comes every day and all that's picked up in a van, picks it all up. So yeah, so at the moment we're doing everything from there uh, because of you know necessity. Um, and, and, and even, you know, now it's not, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It'd be lovely to have like a separate warehouse and yeah. uh, facility for doing that. It's just, you know, that again, it's all the baby, it's all these baby steps that lead up to it. I, at the moment, we can't afford to do that, but hopefully we can develop things enough, you know, and everybody that comes, comes into the shop helps, helps develop this like, you know, local business and, and we, we can use in that to develop it and hopefully we can then get small probably get we'll probably just get like a small commercial unit to do the uh, to yeah. do the to do the online orders you know and that can be the place where the, all that happens and the shop can just be a shop instead of being trying to be sort of you know warehouse that it is um yeah. but it works it works and and the guys are great and it all it all it, it, it all works but um yeah, but you know, hopefully we can get something commercial unit locally as well and develop into that. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of people I think turn into the commercial units more now yeah. at the moment. You could do a lot with they them. They are more cost effective. Yeah, and yeah. like you yeah. said, you can do a lot with them. Yep. You opened in Barry at a time where there were lots of changes in the town centre, mm. with national chain closures and a cost of living crisis. Yeah. Why did you decide Barry was the right spot for you? Well, I. I lived in Barry in so I moved I moved to Wales, moved to Cardiff when I was um when I left the RAF to do my degree in design engineering. And then shortly after I did that, um I moved to Barry straight after graduating, uh, because I had a couple of mates here really. And then I really loved I, I really liked Barry, really really loved it. And um since then I'm, me and my wife we did move back to Cardiff, but um it's just somewhere that I've always liked and i saw it i saw i just always thought um that it needed a shop like ours model model shop hobbies shop you know all that sort of stuff and, I, and i'm aware that there were there were some back in the day that since that since unfortunately closed um because you know the irony of it is that online kind of came along and, and took took a lot of that away but yeah. um you know we we kind of want to bring it back to the high street Barry's a perfect place because, um, yeah, a it, it didn't really have it didn't have anywhere like this. So it, you know, that that from a business perspective, you know, you haven't got any competitors, not not many competitors around you. So straight away, that's great. You know, of course, it's a good start. You know, but to, but and, and also, it's the largest town in well, largest town in South Wales, maybe Wales entirely, but it's the largest town in South Wales. So so big population, mm -hmm. 
no competitors really other than online so and also because the town has got lots of closures going on the rent isn't too bad that's a pretty good that was a pretty good like well if we're going to do it anywhere the the risk is probably quite low to do it here so let's do it you know and as it turns out you know straight away the feedback we've had is seems that we were we were right on that one you know, it's not to say there hasn't been challenges. Not to say it was easy, but um, no, there's been lots of challenges. Yeah, I think over the last year, anyway. Yeah, and I see. Yeah, every business. And I'm aware of, um, of course, I'm aware of low like, cost of living and all that sort of stuff. And what we do is something that isn't not is not necessary. You know, if we don't sell food, we don't sell clothes. So, so it's something that people buy with, with their money when they when they when they pay their energy bills and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, which is which is the risk of what we do, um, but you know, we just try and keep the prices low as low as we can and we've worked hard on that uh, even just since the shops opened to try and like buy in buy in bulk pass the discounts on and all that sort of yeah. stuff um so actually that's one of the beauties of um for the people in barry or people local to a shop is um because we sell online we've got to be super competitive mm. and we charge the same as we we'd same online as we do in the shop there's no there's no difference in the price okay so actually the local people local people who shop with us um get online prices shopping with us in the shop <laughs> so you know it's pretty good it's a pretty good benefit you know definitely how have the changes in the town center and the way people purchase on the high streets impacted you um well you know obviously we've only been open nine months so i've only got nine months of experience to talk from but um i mean we've had unfortunate things like um wilco's close and um and also wh smith as well so um i think probably that that would have affected the footfall on on Holton Road specifically. Um, I, I I don't really know exactly. I can't really say exactly how that might have affected us, but um, yeah, you know these things aren't 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 good really. I don't you don't like to see anything close. You know whether it's independent or or a large chain. You know, I think it's good to have a variety, and yeah, it does seem like those larger chains, especially, are closing. If they're replaced with independent places then maybe it's a you know it's maybe that's a good thing and hopefully that might be a good sign for the local economy which is great you know and there are a few there have been more open since we've come and perhaps that might be that might be the trend so on the face of it it might look bad but perhaps there could be a turnaround yeah there's a benefit that they bring more independent yeah because that's that was one of my next questions is do do you feel you've got a little bit of the upper hand being independent shop within the high street Um, rather than being one of these big chains that are clearly closing down a lot of units yeah i mean i don't know about feeling like it's an upper hand but um we can we 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 can be more nimble Mm. you know we can be more nimble in what we do how we change we can change to you know customers needs a lot quicker yeah. You know, I don't know. So if like a new, new game came out, you know, we could we could buy it in within within the week, and that could be based on something as simple as someone like we might have two people come in and ask for that one game, and I'd be like, oh well, okay, well this seems like this could be a, you know, whereas someone uh, a big chain that that would just fall on deaf ears, and yeah. that would and it wouldn't change. So I think yeah, being nimble is um, definitely like an overall benefit of being a small company or an independent company or whatever. And yeah, I think probably the larger chains are going because just you know labour costs, manpower costs, and you know you you know it's, it's paying staff is is the, one of the biggest 
you know expenses you have as a yeah. business and if you, you buy a big chain is by by definition going to have more stuff so um yeah, yeah. what changes have you had to make going from an online store to a high street presence and what have you learned along the way uh, uh, well we've had to change pretty much everything really because you know it all changes when you're when you're in front of customers and everything you know it, before we were just most of what we were doing like i was saying was just sending it to amazon mm-hmm. and then amazon would send it so we weren't even doing the customer service side you know, amazon would do the customer service side as well but now we're doing you know everything you know whether that's customer service in the shop or um or online you know someone's got a query about something they bought online so so that's probably the biggest change is just you know dealing with customers in general yeah yeah overall it's been great there have been a few people that you know have not been ideal <laughs> shall we say but um you're gonna get them yeah time. you would do yeah you will do of course but um it's how you deal with them um uh so that's probably the biggest change really is just focusing the business more on being you know like customer facing before really when nobody knew who we were and that's just the way it was and it wasn't really a big problem because it bought from us and it didn't really matter especially on amazon people don't even really genuinely know the company they're buying from you know they think is you're just buying off amazon but a lot of time you're buying from a third party like yeah. us who who'll buy the products send them off you know all that sort of stuff yeah. uh so yeah being customer facing but then also then everything to do with um you know like receiving the stock uh stock inventory systems i mean you know till till systems point of sale retail displays you know i mean all these acronyms fdsu you know <laughs> pos and you know it's just like uh yeah you all that learning so just kind of everything really systems and people and yeah do you feel like you started again a little bit yeah definitely yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah, 100%. yeah. yeah. The beginning of this year was like yeah a completely different learning curve for me um i had a vision of what i wanted to do um which i kind of 90 percent achieved uh some other things didn't happen but you know in the end actually that worked out for the best but um yeah but generally yeah everything i was like relearning and it was like you know obviously you think a lot more about health and safety yeah things yeah. like health and safety you got people actually coming into your to your pre- business premises which was not something we dealt with before no. so that was like okay you know don't think about all that and all that sort of stuff so yeah totally different lots of lessons Man, yeah. <laughs> since launching you've been an active part of the local community why is it so important for you to be seen supporting others as well as collaborating um i just I think that you just, as a local independent business, I think you, I think personally, you just, you just got to, and and um, I think it's just so important to like give back as much as you you can. You know, obviously not jeopardizing your business, you know, yeah. but but you definitely, I think every business really has got a bit of a, um, a a duty to kind of give back as much as possible, or even just a little bit of what you can, because um, ultimately, otherwise, where where do we end up? Um, we end up with nothing in nothing in the town and you've got to go to an out-of-town place that's got run by you know large chains or you sit on your computer and buy it on 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 amazon you know or something similar yeah it's very personal it does i don't think it does does much for local you know communities like people that are lonely all that sort of stuff and i think that's just basically that's like the inevitable conclusion of where you end up but so in many ways by giving back to the local community um it's it is it is giving back by giving back and saying it's like a saying thank you yeah. you're saying thank you for 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 like ah oh, you know we did uh the 
paying for prizes uh, competition in the summer and, and we gave away quite a, quite a bit of stuff. But it, it, it was a real thank you because I was just blown away by how many people actually made the effort to come and come and see the shop. And, and you know, because and, well, it was a few moments when I was doing up the shop, we were doing up the shop and it was like, I wonder if anyone's even going to walk in. You, know, you start panicking. You're just like, oh, you? yeah, you just don't know. You don't know. <laughs> So yeah, it is. It is like a. It's a thank you, and um, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, this, I think giving back to community as best we can is always something we'll try and, yeah, and try and do. Yeah, yeah. We love. Yeah, yeah. Like me personally, uh, that thing that comes to me personally, really, I just love collaborating with people because I just find that generally you both get out of it something more than you than you expected or more than you put in. Generally, you know, and um, why not? Why not be? Be, be friends with with local local business owners and local uh, businesses, and just try and work together. And and because we're all we're all like you know facing challenges, and a lot of us probably facing similar challenges. Yeah. So the, the more you can collaborate, the more you 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 can all weather that storm better. Yeah, and I think learn off each other as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Learn yeah. different lessons from each other. Yeah. Obviously, some of the other shops may have gone through some things that you haven't mm-hmm. yet gone through or, or is coming your way and yeah. you can yeah, you yeah. can just share your knowledge and experiences yeah. and that yeah. is priceless sometimes. Yeah, that's right, yeah. There's so many things I've, yeah, when I've been collaborating with people and they tell me something and I'm like, I didn't know anything about that. What's this, what's this legislation coming in or whatever, you know? Yeah. You know, the bin, the bins are changing or something, you know, you're like, oh, I didn't know about this, you know, so... So yeah, but yeah, no, that's really important to us, and we've done a few things close with, um, you know, local people like Brown Bear Games and stuff like that. Yeah. We do, yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been really good. Trying to do more, we're trying to try and do more events in the future and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. So it's nearly been a year since the store opens on Halton Road. Mm. What are the key things you're looking to do for for your business in 2024? Uh, boring as it sounds, 2024 is probably going to be a bit of a, um, consolidation year. We spent a lot of money in 2023, which was fun, which was generally quite fun, but uh, yeah, probably a bit of a consolidation year. You know, we've just gone from, you know, just being online to now having a shop and, and the online presence has changed massively as well. Not to mention all the internal stuff, like, you know, all the logistics, internal stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, so it's probably a, a time where we'll just um, continue as we are, try and do more sort of just like small scale events and stuff, and just you know you know try and keep the shop fresh and some new 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 products and things. But generally, um, just get settled in, and I think the main thing is really just making sure that loaded dice can stay in Barry and not you know and not uh, not go anywhere. No. So reinforce what we've done. To make sure we would got... you would you move to a bigger premises? Um, nothing's off the table, but um, I I I I find that one difficult at the minute, just simply because of you know rent and, and rates yeah. and stuff like that. Where um, it, it it kind of would be nice though. It's always nice to have more room, but then it's it's one I can't really. It comes at a cost. Yeah, it comes at a cost. I'd have to see. You know, I've got to see in the next year or two what what happens um um yeah maybe maybe you know maybe but then again i don't know or maybe we do um what what i would love to do is more toys actually mm. i'd love to do more toys um i really wanted to do more toys in in the shop we have but it just didn't quite work that way my vision was bigger i imagined it like a tardis i think you know 
Uh, so it was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, put the, put the toys down there, you know, but um, it didn't quite happen. So, you know, I'd maybe do, you know, I'd love to do something in that, a bit more in that, in that realm. Maybe there might be a separate thing. Yeah. But like I say, for us, I think the most important thing at the moment is just consolidate, make sure we can stay in barrier, make sure all the customers we have got are happy. Don't try and run before we can walk. Um, and yeah, if anything really for us, it would be to, to get the online operations out of the shop and, and get that get that away so then the shop is a bit more focused as a shop because you know that that's not sometimes that's not ideal and then just see just see because yeah because potentially you know you got the the cost of living crisis is still is still ongoing you know interest rates are still high are high just gone high so it's gonna keep on going yeah so this there's things where i'm like well you know i i would i'll I keep my eye on that sort of thing and i'm like well it's not it's not you know all those adages don't bite off more than you can chew don't yeah. you can walk, all that all that stuff you know just have a bit of consolidation time yeah no and you're right we I, i'm year five now in my business nearly year six and this year i just wanted a quiet year yeah i just yeah. wanted a year just just do yeah. what we do daily yeah and then next year we can yeah that's exactly it do have a have a that's exactly as you just described it have a day where you just have a normal day because <laughs> there haven't been many normal days this year f- no. for, for for us for me uh, and I've I've lost a lot of time with my my wife and son um, this year, yeah. which I've got an amazing wife. So so that's not been she's managed to you know take up the slack there. But you know I want to do a bit more at home. Work life balance. Yeah yeah definitely get get a bit more of the life balance side Back. up <laughs> next year. Yeah yeah because this year has been just you know a bit too much on the work side. Thanks to Graham Scott from Loaded Dice for sharing his business journey with us. Don't forget to like and follow this podcast for a bonus episode with some quick fire questions with Graham about his business journey. Entrepreneurs Unplugged is a podcast from Bro Radio in partnership with LCBA Services. Keep up to date with the show and upcoming episodes by searching for Entrepreneurs Unplugged online.